1: With 91 surviving episodes broadcast on NBC radio from 1934 to 1957, we bring to you Lights Out. Ironized Yeast presents Lights Out. Everybody. It is later than. out brings you stories of the supernatural and the supernormal, dramatizing the fantasies and the mysteries of the unknown. We tell you this frankly. So if you wish to avoid the excitement and tension of these imaginative plays, we urge you calmly but sincerely to turn off your radio now.
2: This is Arge Obelich. Tonight's Lights Out presents a psychological drama, a play in which the principal part is taken not by
1: the character himself, but by his thoughts. But first, Frank Martin. If vitamin B1 and iron shortage is what's keeping you thin and run down, jittery and always tired, here's a simple way you can help yourself. Ironized yeast tablets give you both vital substances, both vitamin B1 and iron. Yes, and they're an absolute cinch to take cost but a few pennies a day, and they've worked wonders for so many who only needed more of these substances. Today, these folks tell how ironized yeast helped them gain glorious new pep and strength, new needed pounds, new enjoyment of life. Yes, the name is Ironized Yeast Tablets. Make a note of it now. And now? Lights out. Everybody.
2: The voice you are about to hear is that of the thoughts of one Darrell Hall, accused murderer. He sits in a courtroom awaiting the return of a jury which is to decide whether he is to live or die. And as he waits, the thoughts in his mind seethe and swirl, seethe and... Guilty. Not guilty. Guilty.
0: Not guilty. Oh, why don't I stop thinking those words? Words those jurymen are saying. He's guilty. He's not guilty. He's guilty. Not
2: guilty. No, guilty. no, I've not got guilty.
0: to stop thinking guilty. of what's going on in that room. The jurymen, I've got to stop thinking of them. I've got to keep my head clear. I've got to figure things out. When did all this start? Yes, I remember. That night, Wayne and I were sitting in my room talking about dreams. I remember, he said... Oh, come on, Daryl. Don't expect me to believe that one. I'm certainly telling you the truth. A fellow with your imagination wasting his time teaching biology to a bunch of co-ed (laughs) nitwits? No, sir. You should be writing fiction. I assure you, my dear Wayne, I've told you the truth. Here. Are you really serious? I am. You actually mean that in all your life you've never had a dream? Never. Not even when you were a child? To my knowledge, I've never had a dream in all my life. Well, how do you like that? (laughs) I like it very well. I close my eyes, oblivion, and then I wake up. No nightmare hangovers, thank you. Now wait a minute, Daryl. Let me get this straight. You mean you've never even had a dream after, you know, eating a Welsh rarebit at midnight or surrounding a dozen green apples or anything like that? Believe me, Wayne, I've never had a dream of any shape, form, or description in all my life. A dream to me is just a word, something that happens to other people but never to me. Oh, but everyone was a dream. Well, just so happens that my subconscious doesn't work that way. I tell you again, I've never dreamt. Oh, what do you know about that? It's just unbelievable.
2: I tell you, unbelievable.
0: Yes, that's what he said. It was unbelievable. Unbelievable that I'd never dreamt. And then after a while, he went away and left me there. It was early evening, but I remember that somehow, strangely, I was very tired. I sat down in the easy chair. Oh, I was so tired. I closed my eyes. I slept. And then it happened, a strange murmuring in my head. Yes, that's how it started, a murmuring as if in warning. And then in the darkness around me, strange faces lifting and falling, white faces, faces without hope, their eyes full of horror, their white bloodless lips pleading wordlessly in a way that made the heart in me cry out in pity. And suddenly I knew I was asleep and dreaming. Yes, dreaming for the first time in my life. And these faces I was seeing were things of a dream. And even as I knew that, the dream was gone. Blackness. And yet I knew that I was still asleep. And in me there was a terrible feeling of foreboding. Of a horror to come in that dream. What? How? I didn't know, but I wanted to stop sleeping. I wanted to open my eyes quickly before. And then I saw her. In my dream, I tell you, I saw her moving slowly toward me out of the darkness. It was my dream. At first, a white wraith-like thing. And then I saw it was a woman. Yes, the body of a woman, but the face... That face... Gross... Unclean, the thick, bestial brows, the wrinkles of... The lecherous writhings of thin, crimson lips that lifted from teeth bright and pointed and flecked with blood. Closer, closer to me, and then she spoke one word. Kill. Yes, that's what she said, kill. And as she said it, she moved closer. Her hands went out and her eyes. And in my dream, I screamed. I awoke. I remember just at that second the clock on the mantel began striking five, six, seven. I counted each chime in happiness, since the hearing of it meant that I was awake, awake out of the horror of that dream. When the clock had stopped chiming, I sat there. My one thought was, if that's dreaming, may I never dream again? I heard a sound. What was that? I sat still, afraid to move. And then I laughed. (laughs) It was my own heart, my own heart still pounding with fright at what I had seen in my first dream. Oh, why do I sit here thinking of what has been... The jury in there, they've got to hang me, got to hang me.
1: He's guilty, not guilty. No,
0: no, no, I mustn't think of them. Better to keep my thoughts on how it all started, better to figure things out. Where was I? Yes. Sitting there, listening to the beat of my heart, thinking of the horror of that dream. And then suddenly that wordless, pitiful murmur I heard in my dream was whispering in my head again. As quickly as it began, it was gone. How could this be? I was awake, awake. This was no dream. Then why had I heard that same sound that had come from those pitiful white faces that had floated before me while I slept? Why? Why? I heard it, a sound behind me. Who? Yes, my friend Wayne. It must be. He came into the room standing behind my chair thinking I was asleep. I turned around and I said, Wayne, is that you? Why, ah! I screamed. I screamed so loudly there was blood in my throat, for it was she again, that woman, that woman out of my dream. But this wasn't a dream. She was standing there, I tell you, she was standing there close to me, looking at me, and those devil's lips said that one word. Kill. I jumped to my feet. No one in the room, no one. I tell you, I remember standing there, my head reeling. Who was she? where had she come from? But there was no one in the room. Had there been anyone there? I didn't sleep that night. And by morning, yes, by morning, I had it all figured out. Two dreams, that's what it had been and the second had been more vivid than the first. Yes, of course, I had never dreamed before, and of course, my first dream would seem reality, and, and yet, some measure of uncertainty remained with me. Mary saw it in my face when I had dinner with her that night. I remember she said...
3: Daryl, do you mind if I ask you something?
0: What a question, of course not.
3: Is there something wrong?
0: You mean with a dinner? Why, you know this is my favorite restaurant.
3: With you, dear. Has something gone wrong at the university?
0: Why do you ask that?
3: The worry in your eyes. Oh? What is it, dear?
0: Oh, nothing, nothing important.
3: Changed your mind about loving me?
0: Mary. Oh,
3: then tell me what it is, please.
0: All right. It's really nothing to concern yourself over, just a dream. Um,
3: Dream? Daryl, you dreamt?
0: Yes, last night.
3: Oh, how marvelous. Now you're normal even when you sleep. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: right, isn't it? I'm, I'm uh, back to normalcy, am I not? <laughs> oh,
3: and here I thought from the expression on your face that it was something really important.
0: <laughs> oh, yes, funny, isn't it?
3: <laughs> and I suppose in your um, first dream you dreamt of a glorious, seductive woman. Well, didn't you?
0: No, Mary. Oh,
3: so you had a nightmare.
0: If you don't mind, let's let's not talk about it anymore. Shall we have our dessert now? Uh, I suggest the hot green apple pie with cheese and... Daryl,
3: was it as bad as all that? Horrible. Oh, that's cruel. Your very first dream, an unhappy one. Oh, well, I'm sure that if you dream again, you have more interesting times ahead. Oh, Darrell, look at the time. A minute to seven, and we promised the Armstrongs we'd pick them up at
1: 7.15. Daryl,
3: what is it? Your face. Do you hear it? Hear what?
0: You do hear, don't you, the voices?
3: Voices. Daryl, what are you talking about? Why are the people in this restaurant are most well-behaved.
0: Gone. Just the way it was before. Oh,
3: Daryl, please. If it's a joke, please tell it to me. <sighs> Daryl, what is it? What are you staring at? What's behind my chair? What's there? Daryl, tell me what. Ah! Daryl, the table. He <laughs> was sitting there. Why did you throw over the table? Daryl, what is it? What is it? Why did you scream? Why?
1: Ladies and gentlemen, a moment's time for breathtaking in this amazing story of Daryl Hall, accused murderer. A moment to get back to the realities of our everyday life and the problems of those unusual times which confront you and me and that man and wife who may be your next-door neighbor. Are you short on vitamin B1 and iron? If so, this may be you saying... Oh,
0: tomorrow's another day. The work's piling up on my desk, and I'm so tired out and jumpy and all in, I haven't a chance to catch up with it.
1: Don't be so sure of that, my friend. If, like so many Americans today, you simply need more vitamin B1 and iron, here's an easy way to get them. Take ironized yeast tablets... They're the famous two-way preparation that gives you both vitamin B1 and iron. And believe me, you must have enough of both. Because when you don't get enough vitamin B1 in your food, you may lose your appetite, not eat all you need. Or you may not get all the good out of your food. And when you don't get enough iron from what you eat, you may be weak and pale and feel all in. Mm
0: -hmm. And you say ironized yeast tablets supply
1: both vitamin B1 and iron? Maybe I should try them. By all means do, if you need more of these substances. See if pleasant little ironized yeast tablets don't help you, as they've helped so many others with these deficiencies. See if pretty soon you aren't saying... Man,
0: oh man, I feel great. I've gained pounds. I've got my old pep back, thanks to ironized yeast. Yep, I just breeze through my work these days.
1: And now back to the thoughts of Daryl Hall, accused murderer as he sits in the courtroom awaiting the return of a jury, which is to decide whether he is is to live or die.
0: Yes, she wanted to know why I had done it. Scream thrown over the table, they all wanted to know. But how could I tell them? Tell them of her standing behind Mary's chair, that thing of degradation and those lips saying kill. I went home. Mary thought I was overworked.
3: It's your nerves, darling. You've been working so hard. Go home and rest, darling. That's all you need.
0: Rest, rest. rest. What good was rest? I had to reason things out. All my life I'd lived with reason and now this horror. hallucination. Yes, that was it. I had been working hard. They paid so little at the university and expected so much. And so I rested through the next day. It was quite dark when I awoke. The phone rang. It was Mary calling to find out how I felt.
3: Are you sure you're all right, Daryl?
0: Oh, yes, Mary. Yes, I'm fine, thank you.
3: You sound all right. Your
0: advice was good, dear. Rest apparently was just what I needed.
3: Then go along back to bed. I'll talk to you tomorrow.
0: All right, dearest, and thanks for calling.
3: Goodbye, Daryl. Sleep well tonight.
0: I hung up the receiver. And then the clock on the mantel behind me began striking. Always at seven. Yes, that was true. Both times at seven o'clock was when that horror had happened. And then, with the last chime of the clock, I realized it was seven again. Seven. Would I see her again? I stood there, back against the wall, waiting. So quiet. I could hear the clock ticking away the seconds. Would it happen again, this hallucination of mine? I waited. I heard no pitiful murmur of voices. Just quiet. The tick, tick, tick of the clock, so dark in the room I could see the shadowy emptiness of a chair near the other wall. And then the chair was no longer empty. There was someone in it, and I said, Who's there? There was no answer, and I said, Answer me, who's there? No answer. A strange darkness in the room. Deeper and deeper, I could see nothing, and then two swirling pools of flame-red light closer and closer. I stood there, I couldn't move. A rumbling began in my head, fear, I tell you, fear tearing at my brain, louder and louder, while those red circles of light came closer and closer. What was it? What was it? What? And then I knew. It was her eyes. Her eyes burning close into mine, into the brain of me, pounding one thought into me.
3: Kill. Kill.
0: Kill. Why did she say that? Why? Kill whom? Why should I kill? Why should I kill? If I had known then the jury coming back, the verdict, what? No, not yet, still out. They've got to find me guilty. I've got to hang if I live. But I mustn't think of that. I must think of what happened, what happened. Well, where was I? Yes, that that woman, her eyes pounding that word into me, and then gone again. But this time, as real as the breath in me, I knew it, I knew it. And with that realization, a coldness as of a wind blew around me and clutched at my heart. For if she was reality, somehow I knew I was lost. And so it began. Night after night at the stroke of seven, first that wailing dirge of those lost souls. And then her writhing lips. Kill,
3: kill, kill. Kill kill kill, kill,
0: kill, 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 kill. Those words began pounding in my head, so that even when she wasn't there, I heard them. I hid in my rooms. I didn't go out. People would see this madness that had come over me. I went nowhere, and soon I knew they were talking of me, my friends. I tell you, I don't know what's come over Daryl. Hides in his rooms. Won't even talk to me. Something is wrong. You and Mary.
3: Please, Daryl, you've got to let me see you. He's talking over the phone. Oh, Daryl, what's wrong? What's
0: wrong? And night after night, the horror of... And the greater horror of...
3: Kill, 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 kill,
0: Mary pleaded with me.
3: Daryl, if you love me, please let me see you, talk to you. Come over to my house tonight, please, Daryl. Perhaps I can help you. Please, darling, please.
0: I didn't want to go, but I went. That night, perhaps she could help. Yes, help me understand the madness of those wailing voices and drifting white faces. Understand the horror of that woman and that maddening word. Mary, so understanding, so gentle, she could help me clear my head of the madness...
3: Oh, Daryl, you're here at last. Mary,
0: help me. You will help me.
3: Oh, Daryl, your face. Mary, I... Don't talk yet. Sit here. I'm Rest.
0: sane, Mary. Believe me, I'm sane. Of course,
3: dearest. Of course you are. It's
0: that madness outside of me. Those white, drifting faces moaning Rest, at me. Daryl. And that woman out of hell. Mm-hmm. Her eyes and her lips telling me to... The time? What time is it?
3: Or, or 7. Daryl, what is it?
0: I didn't know. I lost track. I've got to get out of here.
3: Daryl, wait. Don't go, don't.
0: Too late.
3: Daryl. What is it?
0: You hear them, don't you, Mary?
3: I'll call a doctor.
0: Listen to them. Their voices are so loud tonight. Listen, Mary. Listen, oh, listen. Darryl, don't. You hear There's them. No you must here. hear them. What are they saying? Louder and louder, trying to tell me something. What are you saying out there? What are you telling me?
3: Daryl, stop.
0: They're gone. Faces, voice is gone. Now she'll be here.
3: Oh, Daryl, please. You're frightening me. Kill, kill,
0: kill. You hear her, Mary? You hear her? Kill, kill, no.
3: Kill, no. No, no. please. Louder kill, and louder. Please. I
0: can't see her, but I hear her. Where kill, is she? Thing kill, out of hell. Kill, go back, I tell kill, you, back. Louder kill, and louder. Make her stop, kill, Mary. Make her stop pounding in my head. Stop, kill, it. stop it, stop it. See, never you. What he you want me? Stop kill, it, stop. Kill, stop it. I can't stand kill, it anymore. Yes, go away and I'll kill. I'll kill. I'll kill.
3: Don't! I know. you joking me. Don't no. KILL! KILL!
1: KILL!
0: Mary! Mary! Yes, I had killed her. My sweet, gentle little Mary killed her with my own hands. I opened my hands she fell to the floor i went out into the street people all around me hurrying i was in no hurry what that woman had wanted i had done i had killed i walked all night it didn't matter where and in the morning i found myself on the campus of the school before the very building in which a class was waiting for my lecture i went in i walked up on the platform and looked down into their faces and i said to them Ladies and gentlemen, my lecture for today will be on the subject of the indeterminate factor and in the evolutionary... I stopped to murmur in the air of those voices again. But it was broad daylight. I had never heard those voices in daylight before. What did they want of me? What were they saying? There was a strangeness in their pitiful voices. Yes, like a dirge. A dirge of tears and sorrow for someone, for, for me. Yes, for me. And then her voice. laughing laughing triumphant and then i understood for the first time i understood everything she had triumphed over me that was why those lost souls were wailing a dirge over me i was hers hers forever i turned and ran out of there like a madman ran ran and as i ran those voices of the damned were talking to me You are doomed
2: as we are doomed.
3: As all who murder are doomed. We listened to her and murdered.
2: Now you are one of us. No peace for those who murder. No rest through all eternity.
3: No rest for those who murder.
0: Through all eternity. I covered my ears with my hands as I ran. No use. I heard them. I heard them.
1: Only one hope for you, man. One hope
3: expiate your crime
2: on the gallows
0: pay for what you have done die on the gallows and you shall have rest one hope man one hope so that was it if I paid society for my crime she would fail I would be free of her, that thing, that essence of evil, that siren who called men to murder her so that souls, their souls, would be slaves to her for all eternity. Yes, yes, I would pay for my crime. I ran on back to Mary's house. Yes, I would pay and gladly with my life to have peace and the rest of oblivion. I went back into the house. Yes, Mary was still there, cold. I lifted her. Those same hands that had crushed the life out of her lifted her and carried her out into the sun. My eyes were so filled with tears that I could hardly see where I walked. People began milling around me.
2: Hey, look at that guy. He, he's got a woman in his arms. Oh, where's he carrying her? She hey, must have fainted. No, look. She's dead.
3: Hey, who killed you? Hey, 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 somebody come Hey.
0: Who killed her, mister? Who killed her? I did. I killed her with my own hands. I killed her, and please, I want to die for that. And then the trial. My friends, they wanted to save me. Clever attorneys and sanity commissions and twists of the laws, but... I wanted to die, I tell you, I had to die. If they set me free, if I lived and died as most men die, whose death they call a natural one, then she would have me. No, no, I want to hang by the neck until dead. I want that noose around my neck, the trap beneath my feet. The jailer pulls the switch. My feet dancing in air, the noose murdering me the way my hands committed murder. Oblivion. And I'd be free, free of that horror with the writhing lips and the bloodstained teeth. The jury, they're coming in guilty. They've got to find me guilty. Guilty, find me guilty.
2: We, the jury, find the defendant guilty of murder in the first degree. Guilty! Guilty! You hear that, you think of the devil? Guilty! And they'll hang me by the
0: neck until dead and I'll be free of you. I'll have my peace.
2: fainted. Get a doctor, someone. Ambulance, call an ambulance. Oh, it's no use. This man is dead. Heart attack. Holy. And would you take a look at his face? As if he was looking at the devil himself. ha, 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 ha.
1: Mr. Obler You mean there's a power Of evil loose in the world That's an interesting
2: question Frank Because a statement Of that very sort Was the reason I wrote tonight's story Someone said to me How is it possible For so much evil To be done in the world Unless there's a power For evil But let's talk more About that And about a very exciting Program next week After you've had
1: your say Friends If vitamin B1 And iron deficiency Is what's keeping you Thin, jumpy, tired Worn out Why go on that way Remember, friends, little ironized yeast tablets give you both vital substances. Of course, there are cases where a rundown condition may be due to some serious organic disturbance. If you're in any doubt, by all means, see your physician. But if more vitamin B1 and iron is all you need, remember, ironized yeast has been so successful in such cases that it's sold on this no-risk, money-back basis. If you don't begin to eat better, to feel better, and to sleep better... the cost of the first bottle will be refunded to you in full... by Ironized Yeast, Box IY, Rawway, New Jersey. Now, what about this living power of evil, Mr. Obler? Well, my own belief is that no such power exists.
2: I believe that the evil that men do may be caused by outside influences... poverty, uh, the will to power, the wrongful examples of others. But as to the evil being a living monster... Well, supposing we call tonight's story a parable of a man who really wanted to kill and saw the evil intent within himself personalized so vividly that he thought it actually existed outside of himself. Well, that explanation satisfies me. Now, what about next week? About next week, Frank? Well, I'm going to say that I think we have one of the most unusual and timely lights out play so far. We're particularly anxious that you hear this story. It's a quite different one, I promise you. Execution's the title. And if you've ever wondered what might happen in a village square when a Nazi maniac faces a fight beyond the understanding of his
1: indoctrinated
2: mind, then listen next
1: week. Yes, tune in next Tuesday again for Arch Obler's execution. And if you need more vitamin B1 and iron, be sure to try ironized yeast. The one and only ironized yeast. But remember, there's only one ironized yeast. You'll know it instantly by the yellow and orange package and by the big letters IY on the container... And on each tablet. It is later than Here's how to step ahead in caring for your white shoes. Now that shoe rationing's here and you want to keep your shoes in good wearing condition all the time, get Energene Shoe White. Energene Shoe White is made with the whitest pigment obtainable, only the very whitest. It spreads over your shoes easily, evenly, helps to keep them as white and neat looking as they can possibly be. That means more satisfactory wear from those precious white shoes of yours. So remember, for the best of care for the white shoes you wear, get Energene Shoe White.